0: Shalane, and this is Jenny, and welcome back to, oh girl, woohoo, hello, woo, I miss you girl, (laughs) I miss you too, (laughs) oh, so this is our big number three, number three episode, Uh, the week was weird, it's been weird, how how was your week? I, yeah, it's
1: been weird, but productive, I helped my husband paint our house, oh shit, all right. You have a great house. So now you can't find it because you
0: don't remember what color it is.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My neighbor has a great house. i have to make sure I'm, I'm oh, in the
0: right house. <laughs> yeah. That could happen. Mm-hmm. That might not be pretty. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of uh, not recognizing things, uh, I almost let this go by May the 4th. May the 4th is everybody. It's a Star Wars day, right? May the 4th be with you. But mm-hmm. um, in New Orleans, it's five oh four day. Oh, okay. 5 for. That's the New Orleans area code. So I almost let 504 day go by because we've been in this pandemic and hiding inside and I didn't even think about it. So yay for that. It was also New Orleans's birthday yesterday. Um, so I uh, need to celebrate both of those because I'm a lover of New Orleans. So
1: mm-hmm. yes, You are. Yes, you are. So with that, I guess we're doing, we're celebrating, right? So uh, yeah. hey, Jenny, what you
0: drinking? What you drinking? Um, mm-hmm. I am drinking... Um, I'm going to drink in honor of New Orleans. I have a, one of my favorites. It's called a Purple Voodoo. Ooh. Ooh. So mm-hmm. I was introduced to the Purple Voodoo on um, my first trip to New Orleans, which is a very long time ago. Um, through um, a, a, a series of events, I always ask servers when I go to someplace new that I've never been to, like a town or whatever. I always ask the locals where they go, and then we mm-hmm. go where they go, because you always get the know the Yeah. And so she... Uh, this waitress from a place called Mess which was really good, sent Mm. me to Lafitte's Blacksmith shop and said, you've got to try a Purple Voodoo. It kind of tastes like grape Kool-Aid and uh, Robitussin cough syrup, but (laughs) it's really good. I'm like, (laughs) well, that's not really a selling point Mm. to me, but okay. So, All right. Uh, So we went to Lafitte's Blacksmith shop. It is the coolest bar in, well, not the coolest. It's one of my top five favorite bars in new orleans it mm-hmm. is the oldest building that is still um standing from a new, the original layout of new orleans because new orleans caught on fire twice and burned down and this thing was still standing because it's made out of stone so you can't mm-hmm. really burn it down yeah. um it john lafitte was a pirate and so he used to yeah so he used to pirate or whatever pirates do out of the back of it and they had a legit business in the front but now it's a bar and Mm -hmm. to keep it kind of like funky and cool this bar does hardly has any electricity so at night it's run by um, candlelight on all the tables there's no electricity um or there's no lights, but there's electricity because there's a piano bar so there's a microphone so i know there's electricity for the um and a little light for the piano guy mm-hmm. and then behind the bar there's enough electricity to keep everything cold obviously and to run their daiquiri machines and that is where mm-hmm. they are filled with the delicious goodness of purple voodoos so i had to find out what a purple voodoo was because what i learned after the first time and this, my first two trips there drinking those purple voodoos they are a frozen concoction that are very refreshing they don't taste like alcohol at all. And oh. then you end up in a gutter. So um, <laughs> they're super, they're super dangerous. And mm-hmm. so um, I had to find out what was in it so we could make them at home. But I also want to know what in the hell I was drinking that was making me so stupid. Um, <laughs> this is what is in a Purple Voodoo. Okay. It is Maker's Mark Whiskey.
1: All right. Write this down. Maker's Mark. Mm-hmm. Everclear. Ever- oh no, Everclear.
0: Ah, and Grape Kool-Aid blended with ice that is your at-home version of a purple voodoo mm-hmm. uh, yeah so that ever clear is what i think is like getting me every time because you can't taste it and all of a sudden you're doing stuff so i they and, and by the way they're served in styrofoam cups we put a picture on our facebook and our instagram page mm-hmm. and those are 32 ounces that's the Ooh, size that's what you get so, so when you drink uh-uh. three that's a hell of a lot of alcohol. They're not playing with these things. And I ended up with one of the dumbest drunk stories I ever had was when I drank three of these things. We stumbled home. It was about two o'clock in the morning. We were stumbling back to the hotel. And you know when you get real drunk and you're hungry. You yeah. know you know that moment. Mm-hmm. I was starving. And so I asked the guy at the front desk, where can we go and get something to eat? It's two o'clock in the morning. I'm starving. And this guy was uh, like really awesome at our front desk. I love I loved him, but he was a super gay queen, super queen. And he goes, you need to go to the quartermaster, which sounds questionable, but not when you're drunk. You're like, okay, (laughs) he sent us down there it's two thirty in the morning we walk into this place that was probably one of the dirtiest little bodegas i've ever been in like you're looking at the cans on the shelves that have like an inch of dust on them going no oh my god bodegas what are we? out there <laughs> no 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 but this thing was this thing was like who shops in this place but it turns out that's really like for show because what they really had around the corner oh, is this amazing like little mini restaurant grill and deli area mm-hmm. but it's the Quartermaster, which the nickname for the Quartermaster restaurant is Nelly's Deli. And it is where all the gays go after the clubs closed down. And we were in the middle of every drag queen and, you know, half-dressed gay guy in the quarter fighting for our cheeseburgers which is really funny because I love I love I love me a good drag queen you know I love me a good oh, drag yeah. queen That's a good time. Uh, so this was I was in my element my husband has no problem with it either I mean he he grew up in college we both grew up with like drag queens and stuff and you know theater or whatever so we were like oh my god so I we were cracking up messing around with all the gays everybody was wasted we got our food We made it back to the bedroom or to the hotel room. And here's the thing this is again where I think this thing sneaks up on you so hard. I remember making it to the, I don't remember walking back home. I got to say, I don't remember walking back home. I remember being sitting on the bed eating the cheeseburger because it was delicious. And the next thing I remember is waking up at 11 o'clock the next day on my side, facing (laughs) the bed out, um, like in a little, like a little, you know, fetal position with, The wrapper from the cheeseburger still laying on the bed next to me, and in my hand was an onion ring.
1: (laughs) I was like a little kid, you know, like a little toddler. with an (laughs) onion ring in a hand.
0: Girl, (laughs) but how sad is that that I ate some really good food and I think I just got tired of eating and went night night. And he he did, you know, the issue. What? Did you eat the onion
1: ring that was in your hand?
0: hell no, I did not do that. <laughs> I it I just, I flung it out of my hand and threw it on the ground and I rolled over. I wasn't really hung over. I think I slept it off. I, I don't get hung over that often. Like when I drink, I think that this thing just got me just the right, like it was just the right mood of mm-hmm. just not enough to eat to start with, drank three of them straight through, got real liquored up. I know that I wasn't stupid. I know we were having a good time, but yeah. So I have a two-drink limit when I drink Purple Voodoos. I only drink two because I know that at number three, I'm going to end up doing something stupid. Now, my friends came with me the next time we went. They drank four because I was counting them. I'm like, I'm telling you guys to stop right now. I was slow sipping on the two of them. And we went home at about two in the morning, and they took themselves to some skanky hole-in-the-wall strip club where I know that one of my friends ended up on the pole with the stripper. Mm -mm. So, Shalane. I know that you have not (laughs) had, I know that was not you, but, but but a warning to all, do not over drink the purple voodoo. Do not
1: do it. (laughs) See, because I know me, especially if it's hot, because New Orleans is hot, especially in August, it's like Wakanda hot. And then Uh you're drinking that and it's so sweet and it's cold and you're just like banging them. And yeah, I know me three would probably, I'd probably be that one that's, that's drinking four. And then find myself somewhere. (laughs) Where am
0: I? Oh my gosh. Okay. It's true. They Mm. were, they're so good though. And -hmm. we make them at home. We, we make them at home with, um, we just use a, um, shot glass and we do one shot of makers, a half shot of Everclear and pour it over ice in our little bullet. We have like a little bullet individual blender Mm -hmm. or people probably have a ninja or whatever. And then, uh, pour the rest of the, the, fill it up with Kool-Aid, the great Kool-Aid and then just blend it Mm -hmm. and you can have them at home. So that being said, I have mine. And now I didn't have my blender, so you can hear the ice, because I just did a rice. So cheers to uh, New Orleans and getting stupid drunk. Cheers. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: All right. So Mm -hmm. now that we've got that, we've got our drink going on, we want to, well, we're going to dive into another one of our little questions about, you know, some things about us that you may not know maybe something that I don't know about Jenny. I don't know. We'll see. But um, Jenny, I want to know what's one of the funniest things that we have done. Do you remember? I mean, we've done some crazy stuff, but what's the one thing that kind of comes to mind?
0: Okay. So here's the thing I was going to, you know, my first thing, I know what I think is the funniest and I kind of want to save it. Because I think that we need to have a road trip adventures episode oh. where we can just talk about road trips. Yeah, Because that, that, that was that's on one of classic, our road that's trips. That's
1: a classic. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, but because we were, I, we were just talking about the Purple Voodoos, I'm on a New Orleans kick. So I'm going to go with um, one, of my, one of the funniest things that happened with us was when you came to surprise me in New Orleans. Yes. And that's, that's not the funny part. That was the cool part. Yes. Long story short, I had a birthday. Uh, my husband was awesome and put together a surprise party for me in new orleans um where first of all i didn't know we were going we went on vacation for 10 days i knew we were going on vacation um but not till like the week before usually i know so the week before he said i already got your time off with your boss we're going on vacation next week and he said we're going to new orleans that way because he knew i needed to pack
1: because mm-hmm. i got
0: because You know, bitch got guts to pack her costumes, so we Mm got to have right stuff. So he let me pack, but what I didn't know is, as the week wore on, he had invited a whole bunch of my friends to come down and and celebrate with me. So Mm -hmm. every day, Mm -hmm. different people showed up. You were the last one, and I I didn't know you were coming. I mean, I didn't know anybody was coming, but I for sure, because I swear to God, I thought you were working on Walking Dead. So I was like, well, she's not going to be here. It's in the middle of filming, and somehow you showed up, surprised the crap out of me in my hotel room. Because you knocked on the door. Do you remember what you did?
1: <laughs> knocked on the Say, door. Do it.
0: Do it. <laughs> oh, hold on. Housekeeping. <laughs> Housekeeping. And I was like, it's five o'clock at night. I'm like, "Who what the hell are they doing? And so I opened the door and it was her. So that was really hilarious. Um, big surprise. And just made the, made the night better. Now, I know yeah. we went out for dinner. Uh, but the thing that I want to talk about is the strange adventure we had with the tour that we went on now i go on tours i've always i know i'm a tour guide but i have been going on tours forever since i was a kid we've always Mm -hmm. taken tours i love tours i think it's the best way to learn about a new place now in new orleans they have tons of tours because they have ghost tours vampire tours they have drink tours where you can go around drink cocktails they have food tours history tours, cemetery tours, like you name it, they have everything. And I've been on at least one of almost all of those. um, Just because when we go down there, it's kind of a fun thing to movie tour, um, where they film because they film a lot in New Orleans as well. So um, the first time we went down there, we went on this amazing ghost tour that what and the thing is, is I'm also a stickler for like I said, like I like to ask servers where the best local places are. I'm also going to go on the least touristy tour, if that makes any sense. So mm-hmm. I did a bunch of research, found this tour company that didn't just do like silly ghost tours or like, woo, ghosts. They based it on historical facts and stories about the actual architecture, the building, the people that live there, and then added the lore into it. So, you know, whether you believe in ghosts or not, which I kind of do, I'm just saying, I think that mm-hmm. there's something out there, but this was based on facts, and then added the story of the ghost onto it versus like oh we think there was a ghost over there blah blah blah, whatever so anyway <laughs> wait anyway, awesome and i had <laughs> you know what i mean i had the most amazing tour it was so good and told these really crazy stories that were like like hauntingly interesting the tour guide was amazing um she was a beautiful storyteller that's what i loved about it um so i don't remember this but over the summer like in june it should ask me hey, what was the name of that tour company that you went on that we did the ghost tour with? Well, I didn't know what he was doing was he was going to rebook with the same company and have all of us go on a ghost tour. So that's what we did on Friday night. So we went out for dinner and we go on the ghost tour. Now, the first time we were there, we met at this coffee shop in a patio because most of the tour companies in New Orleans don't have a, a storefront. We have a storefront for the tour company that I worked in, in Sonoy, we had a storefront where you knew where to go and met inside and there was a shop. In New Orleans, they kind of, like, work out deals where they work with, like, mm-hmm. a restaurant or a yeah. shop or whatever. So that, right. So this, we had, we had met at a coffee shop. Well, this, this time we had to meet at, like, a, uh, uh, well, we met at a store. What would you call it? It wasn't a store. Yeah, well, um,
1: it's, it, to me, it looked more like a gift shop. You know, it, it, wasn't, it yeah. wasn't a souvenir place where you buy all the little cheesy trinkets. I mean, it actually looked right. like a nice gift, like a Yankee candle kind of gift shop, if that makes sense. It was nice. Yeah,
0: it was like upscale. Yeah. Like there was like stuff that was like really like handcrafted crafts and arts and can- like you said, candles and stuff like that. Um, by the way, let me go back and just point out, can we talk about how hilarious you were? Because you were so, I was so excited that you were there to see you so excited to be there. Does that make any well, sense? Yeah, you were like taking pictures and you yeah. were like live Facebooking and you're like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah,
1: Well, you know, that's me. I'm the, you know, I'm the best of me. I'm a shutterbug. I love taking pictures and I love capturing the ambiance of the area that I'm in, you know, yeah. and the fact that I'm there, you know, for my best friend. And I'm, I was still vibing off the fact that you had no idea I was coming because keeping it from you is like the hardest thing. And so yep. I was just, you know, just riding that, that feeling, you know, and then we get here and we're like, and I love ghost tours because I'll tell you another, you know, on another episode, I don't know if you call it an empath or what, but little orbs always follow me. I have pictures to prove this. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I had mm-hmm. no idea while we were at this place that the tour guide was the tour guide because that person walked past me three times. I know I do. Lisa and was- I
0: didn't see her until she hollered. So it's funny mm-hmm. that you saw her, but we weren't talking to each other about like, well, tour I guide.
1: didn't I was- see her. I saw her pants. I thought her mm-hmm. pants, that's what caught my attention. Cause I liked them. I knew I can't, I can't wear them, but they're cute.
0: Okay. So let's talk about this. So normally a tour guide y- usually has like a polo shirt or a t-shirt on with the company name on it. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was a tour guide, we dressed in character of the show that i worked on which was walking dead so we stuck out like sore thumbs because we would have like i had a big straw cowboy hat on another guy had an eye patch on someone else is wearing a leather black jacket and has a baseball bat like it was pretty obvious you knew who the chewer guide was right this girl blended in like what would i what i would call the normal flora and fauna of new orleans characters right because new orleans is full of characters that you just get used to it that you're like yep that guy i saw a guy one time shirtless wearing like just jean shorts like cut off jean shorts no shirt and walking his two miniature ponies down the street with (laughs) with leash with leashes (laughs) leashes so these are good right
1: yeah
0: but you know what i mean like so you just kind of expect weird weird shit yeah so the pants in question were skin tight shiny lame mermaid pants. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. It's on her social media. <laughs> this girl media. was Go wearing yeah. yeah
0: skin tight mermaid pants with sort of like this like fishnet tied on belt thing and then she had like a half top on so her skin her belly was hanging out. Um not she wasn't fat but I mean mm-hmm. like you know she was fit enough but she had this like half top short sleeved shirt thing that was all stringy and then had a shell bikini bra thing on Mm -hmm. and this crown thing, uh, tiara, if you will, made out of shells and like stringy and a really bad dye job on her hair. I hate to say it, but she, girl needed to touch up her hairdo because she had dyed her hair blonde, colored it like different colors. uh
1: She looked like she should have been like, on tour, or or on the set of Aquaman, or something like that—not a ghost tour, you know. She you, you she know.
0: was thinking she was a mermaid, and yeah. she's she hollered out, "Is everybody here for the tour?" And we looked, and I'm like, "Oh, what, what have we for? got here?" Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> and yeah. and she had a giant backpack on, and then another bag, like like, mm-hmm. you know, she did not. She wasn't moving lightly because usually when you know, like when you're given tours, like I carry a little bag that has the pictures that I'm going to show you on it. And like a first aid kit in, in case people get hurt. And, you know, maybe some candy for kids. And like, that's about it. Cause you're walking for two hours. You don't want to carry it. She had this giant backpack and she sure was two fists in it with two drinks. Yes, she, was. she had a, she had a coffee drink and then she had an alcoholic beverage. And that was our tour guide. And needless to say, I looked at everybody and thought, oh, this is not what what we were expecting and i'm like well maybe she'll be great i still was like okay well we'll take this maybe she'll be great the funny thing was oh hell no she was not great it was not a good tour she like it made me sad kind of because the tour that i had prior where i got all this history and this information i've spewed it to other people over the years because i remembered it it was so memorable the way the woman told the stories this girl stopped at like three different spots went into some stupid long diatribe about how civil war soldiers would cut their arms off, but with like, I don't know what she was talking about, but there was no like lore. There was no beginning, middle and end to her stories. And the other thing is the number of ghost tours have tripled in Mm -hmm. quantity. And so there was a lot of, and this is not her fault. There is no regulation. It seems like for the number of tours. So when I was back in the day, taking a tour like 10, 15 years ago, there's like maybe two tour companies that were walking around and you never ran into them. And now there's like six or seven walking on the same sidewalk, trying to compete. But this girl sure did get in a fight with another tour guy. <laughs> she
1: was loud. I mean, she was, you know, holding her own, but to the point where the other tour guys was telling her to lower her voice. And I thought, yeah. Fight.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, it mm-hmm. was ridiculous. And so I just thought, well, drink up ladies and gentlemen so we sure did we stopped in the middle of the tour yep I'm laughing like we went on we went to like three places for ghosts but she sure did find time to stop at another bar so she could load up and get another cocktail but we all did too because I was like well get two and so we just loaded up we had a good time we made fun of it it was terrible and I feel I don't feel like you know too terribly bad it was a fun night we still had fun of course we went on afterwards and drank some more and went dancing we had a good time but that was like the weirdest thing It was the look on our faces that stands out to me when we looked at those pants and went oh my god and that's our tour guide but it wasn't (laughs) like the pants it was like it was like the whole like costume put together that you're like who why why did she decide that that was a
1: good idea but but see like for me and i know this is going to sound like i'm hating on the girl but here's the thing the girl had really bad body odor she just smelled mm-hmm. really bad, you know. So mm-hmm. I mean, and I get it. We're New Orleans, we're sweating, so we're all going to be a little tart. But that girl, uh huh. You know how they, you know, Mars talking about Uptown Funk. Well, when you stand Ooh. a damn down, downwind from some Uptown Funk, that is not a cheap to be, So <laughs> you know. it's kind
0: of true. You got to kind of go, yeah, that wasn't right. And my yeah. other thing is, she called herself Pandora.
1: Pandora. which made
0: me laugh so we, we always laugh about pandora now we always toast. you know what i'm going to toast pandora right now here we go here we here's go. to you pandora mm-hmm.
1: where's my spray bottle here's to you
0: pandora. <laughs> yeah. i'm going to drink i'm going to drink you know what i just added a little touch of secret deodorant to my cocktail in honor of pandora <laughs> right. right hello girl oh my god oh my lord hey, hey. all right so that's my fun story um You know, that was, but I do have to say it was one of the best times I've ever had having all my peeps down there. Um, There's a lot of you out there listening that I wish you would have been with me too. Um, Mm -hmm. But now I know everybody can't make it down, but I want to do it again. It was so much fun. We had such a good time. So, um, yay. Now I want to, you know, I got to throw it back in your direction. Do you have a good, funny story that you can tell about our shenanigans uh, Mm -hmm. as well?
1: Yeah, I do actually. It's still one of my favorites. I see it's still one of my favorites. So, um there as Jenny mentioned on episode two 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 yeah two where I you know I stay with her when it comes time to you know doing different shows or whatever and so I looked at my hair one day and I was like oh no (laughs) pretty much how it looks now (laughs) so (laughs) I have about like three inches of gray you know I'm, I'm counting so but anyway so I decided I was like you know what I because of my hair you know I'm I'm I come from multiple uh, nationalities, so I can't just go to like hair or whatever and have them color or cut my hair. So what I did, I went to Sally's and I got myself a, you know some hair color because I did hold a, um, a cosmetology license when I lived in Virginia. So I at least know how to do this. Do the color and all that. So, I was very neat, very you know, very uh, precise in my color. I mean, I know how how impressed you were because you were like, "Wow, you really did a good job and didn't get any color." And I was like, yeah, "Yeah, well." But then I thought about. it. I was like, "I have to rinse this off. I have to shampoo this out. How am I going to do this?" You know. So I looked and I started to go towards you know because when I stay, I stay in the guest room, so then there's the guest bathroom, which is really pretty, and that was the problem. It was too pretty. I'm like, if I do this in the sink is going to be dark hair color because I'm like I'm a level two for my hairstylist out there so it's not black but it's like a really dark brown black and I mm. didn't want that on there on our nice gray walls and white sink so you know so then I was like well I'll just shower it off and you know in in the shower I'll just go ahead and shampoo and I was like mmm that's not gonna work either because again all that hair color is gonna be on the sink and then jenny will really be upset so no dice there so then that's when jenny said "Oh, well, let's just do it downstairs in the kitchen sink because she has her kitchen sink has a spray nozzle so i'm like all right great so we'll go downstairs and you know we're thinking okay we're, we're gonna go ahead and go and shampoo this out but then i'm like you're not really gonna be able to see in front because i'm bent over Face down, so my I'm facing down into the sink. So I was like, you know what, I'm athletic. I'll just go ahead and flip around. So mm-hmm. you know, I it was kind of it was almost creepy in a way because I am still I'm in the back bend and now my nose is up. My so I'm facing up towards the ceiling and my back is over the edge of the sink, which was kind of uncomfortable. But now my hair is in the sink and she's you know she's shampooing it. She's rinsing it off and everything. And then that's when Ish walks in, <laughs> and Ish Ish just has this look on it how would you describe Isha's face when he walked in and well saw
0: I, you, he just walked in like and just looked at me and by the way I, from the garage do you remember that i kept you were going come on now do it fast do it fast i'm like i'm going i'm going i'm going like we were trying to get like i got it you know because i was like oh my god she's gonna break her back or something's gonna happen she's gonna yeah. fall she's gonna go fly and so i do remember we were a little elevated it wasn't very calm it wasn't oh. like we were like Crazy, but you were like, "Just do it fast! Just do it fast! Just do it fast!" I got it. I'm like, "Are you sure? Are you sure?" And yeah. so that's what he walked into, and he just looked at me, stopped, and I looked. I just went, "Hi, honey," and he just went. Uh. And he just walked away. I know he's like, <laughs> like "Why am uh, I not
1: surprised?" Yeah, yeah. your dogs are looking at us. Roxy still are looking like, "What are they doing now?" Yeah. <laughs>
0: It was funny. That's you know why you know why I was impressed that you didn't get anything anywhere is because I got myself in trouble years ago for spilling boxed color on the floor, and uh-huh. that's when Ish said I will pay for you to go to a stylist and get your hair colored because I don't want to keep paying like out of our deposit for our apartments when I you oh. know, when we were younger. Like I would get in trouble, because oh. I dribble it on the floor oh, and no. dye the floor. So you, amen. You were good. You didn't <laughs> get it on nothing. But that was yeah. And you were, you were beautiful afterwards, so there you go. Yes, it was yes. gorgeous. It was very glamorous. Mm-hmm, so, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. That was pretty hilarious. That was a good introduction for my husband to understand exactly what he was getting himself into with you staying with us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Never a dull <dumb> moment. <laughs> nope.
0: <laughs> oh, God.
1: Okay. Well.
0: All right. So, it is time to move on to one of our favorite topics, and mm-hmm. I'm excited today because of uh, what we we're going to talk about, but yep. Shalane.
1: Okay. Yes
0: you watching
1: <laughs> i'm like wait for it i love what she does it it's so funny it makes really? me laugh yes we're gonna be talking about cobra kai aren't we <laughs> cobra kai
0: <laughs> yes i love this show um okay so let me break it down real quick so people know what we're talking about this so you can follow with if you guys don't know what cobra kai is it is um uh it's a it's a television show but it is based on the Karate Kid, yes, the movie from 34 years ago, the mm-hmm. Daniel LaRusso and Johnny Lawrence battle of the uh Karate uh tournament uh, extravaganza. Um so yeah, so this is a TV show that they developed that is supposed to be set 34 years later and it is awesome. Now I have grown up loving The Karate Kid since I was a teenager, it came out when I was in high school. I had a huge crush on the guy that played Johnny, which is William Zabka. I like to call him Billy because, mm-hmm. you know, we're close. Billy Zabka was in a bunch of 80s heartthrob movies. Usually played the bad guy. He was in just one of the guys. He was in a bunch of stuff. Uh, Ralph Macchio played Daniel LaRusso. Mm-hmm. And we all know Ralph Macchio from Karate Kid. But also, if you don't forget, he was in The Outsiders. He was Johnny. Just stay gold. Um So... I've grown up loving that. Turned out when I met my husband, found out he is a huge Karate Kid fan as well. He has tons of stuff because that's like gifts that he gets. People know that he loves it. Like over the years, he's gotten so many um, Karate Kid based gifts. Yeah. So when Cobra Kai came out, this was just like the biggest gift to us. And it is kind of like a Valentine to Karate Kid fans because there's so many Easter eggs and funny stories that, that they've stuffed, stuffed in there. So, So I love it. It films down here um which just adds to the joy um and i watched the first two seasons with a quickness but then i you know what when i got you to start watching it did you only watch the first season or was it did you get started on the second season
1: oh no i so won-
0: watched the first season with the first season right
1: right yeah. but see yeah. here, here here is my situation okay so i did in fact watch karate kid i did not watch the other two movies you know it was just one of those things where it just didn't you know it, it it I mean it was good but it didn't like catch me you know I was like eh, that's mm. okay so the, so when you kept asking about Cobra Kai I mean for those who don't know Cobra Kai is on YouTube Premium I don't have that streaming service so mm-hmm. that's why whenever you would ask I'm like no I haven't watched it yet I know Dean has YouTube Red but I don't know if that's the same thing it's the
0: same thing is I think it? it's the okay. same well. All right. No? I think so? Don't ask me because you know that I don't know internet crap, so I don't want to say. <laughs> so you know, so then
1: finally, you know, when I was over that one you know, one time, you know, you came up with the idea. You're like, we're gonna watch Cobra Kai. You will like it. You will not leave from the seat. So I'm like, okay. So then, but but you know what? After the first episode, I I was hooked. I was like, okay, now I see what is all you know what the what the the thing is about. I mean, yeah, I I watched yeah. and I remember there were a couple nights where. You know, you've seen it all, but there was a couple nights where you guys went to bed and I was still watching it because I I was determined the whole season. I was binging.
0: Well, and the thing that's really nice about it is it's um, 10 episodes per season, but they're only 30 minutes long. Yeah. So when you're used to binging an hour show,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you can, like, in the time it takes to watch two one hour episodes, you can watch four Karate Kids. You know what I mean? Like, it's the same thing. So you kind of like, kind of get sucked into it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like it plays like a movie. I feel like they wrote it, like if you watch it back to back to back, it really does binge like a movie more than even some of my other favorite shows. So yeah, it's just good. It's good, and the writing is good, and the storytelling is good, and mm-hmm. people might not have ever really, you know, like, I think that Billy Zabka is underrated, and I'm not saying that because I think he's hot. I'm saying that because I think that <laughs> he didn't, he got, he got um, typecast as a, as a bad boy, and mm-hmm, just kind of played yeah. that one-note bad boy, and now in this, in this series, he's such a shade of gray, and he gets to play all these different levels that his acting, he yeah. really gets an opportunity to act yeah and and they and they give him the opportunity they write it for him so i mean that's, I, I love it
1: that's what i saw to so go back you know because i i had a kind of like you told me you kind of gave me the cliff notes as far as like um the second and the third movie so i was able to follow along better, right you know, that this takes place 34 as you mentioned earlier 34 years after the all valley tournament so i was like okay and the first episode you know all this time we've, we've sided with Danny LaRusso, you know, he was the underdog and he won, you know, Daniel San and all this stuff. He won. And so now here we watch the first episode and Johnny Lawrence is, like you said, you know, we see him in so many different shades of gray, you know, from his sweatshirt to his dingy apartment. He is down on his luck. He is, you know, he's, you know, he's uh, after the tournament's over and all, all the, you know, the lights have gone down and the dust have collected on the, on the trophy you know all that stuff is he's you know he's kind of looking back on his life and he's kind of regretting some of the decisions that he's made and i fell for that character and i kind of felt guilty Mm -hmm. almost so that's how good of a job he did
0: i think he did great Yeah, yeah, and that's the funny thing is like, you know, like Johnny was supposed to be the Mr. Success and Daniel was supposed to be like the loser and now it's flipped in this and Johnny is the one like down on his luck and doesn't can't hold a job and all that stuff and my favorite one of my favorite Easter eggs because this is a thing now like you mentioned you haven't watched Credit Kid 2 and 3 technically you don't have to it just it will enhance your watching pleasure or you need to have a friend like me that can tell you why that's funny like if they throw in things but a lot of it was based on Karate Kid 1 even like the first two episodes definitely were based on Karate Kid 1 I just have a sinking feeling that you're going to start getting little flavors from Karate Kid 2 and 3 in this third season we'll see I don't know mm-hmm. that's just me yeah. like spitballing but one of my favorite uh, easter eggs is that Daniel LaRusso is a he owns car dealerships which is if you guys watch credit kid if you remember Mr. Miyagi had all those cars mm-hmm. and that's the first thing Daniel ever did was wax on wax up and now <laughs> he has he has a car dealership and he gives away you know like you know when you buy a new car you usually get like a free gift with it mm-hmm. and this guy he gives away a bonsai tree yeah, with every so cool. car purchase. So mm-hmm. that's just funny. So that's so that's the kind of like the funny part with that um, that I kind of enjoy. It did I mean like now the fighting in this, like Karate Kid, and well, Karate Kid too. There was even more badass fight. Lots of karate, lots of martial arts, um, and it's all really good. But Cobra Kai is upping the ante so much so that season two got nominated for an Emmy for best stunts because their their yeah, fighting sequences are that. pretty pretty amazing. Um, so yay for that!
1: Right, and you know, looking looking at the two characters, you know, even though. Daniel LaRusso, he's a a successful businessman. You would think with someone who's that successful, and maybe I'm stereotyping, I don't know, but you would think someone like that would be, you know, a bit of an asshole, but he's not. He's still a nice guy. He's successful, but he never lost, he never um, drifted away from his roots. He, He remained, you know, respectful and treated everybody fairly. And I think that was part of um Johnny you know Johnny Lawrence's um, issue with him is like okay you beat me and I'm you know I'm down on my luck and I'm, I'm a loser and you're successful and I can't even really be mad at you because you're a nice guy you do so much for the community yeah. you know yep. so I just thought that was interesting um but yep but looking at the show also you know what I also liked about it is that now we're looking at the, the second generation so we're not just focused on the adults anymore we're looking at the kids that are coming up so right because
0: The old guys fight, but they're not as bendy. So we need some new kids to do some (laughs) more
1: fighting. Yes, yes. Good word, Bendy. Yeah. So we got Johnny's kid, Robbie, um, who Uh, I, yeah, good looking kid. I don't know. Cutie pie. uh, Yeah. Yeah, Cutie pie. Um, Daniel's, Daniel's daughter, Samantha, and a third kid, Miguel, which was interesting to see his character evolve, to to see it change. So that's another. Yeah. There's a lot
0: of evolution in that. Yeah.
1: You got to watch all three seasons for sure. Um. And then, of course, um, Hawk, which I love. I loved his character. From the- <laughs> I loved him. Um, Dimitri, Tori, yep. and Nicole. And your favorite, your
0: favorite. Yeah, my favorite. <laughs> my favorite is Stingray. Well, other than Johnny, because Johnny, number one. But Stingray, he's played by this guy. If you guys don't know who this guy is, um, Paul Walter Hauser and he was he's like an up-and-coming actor I just want everyone to keep their eyes out for him because he was Sean Eckhart in I, Tonya. I, Tonya is the movie about Tanya Harding mm-hmm. and Sean Eckhart was one of the um uh the the buddy the dipshit buddy that uh ended up coming with the idea to hit the girl with the hit hit the girl with the um baton mm-hmm. in the leg and then he accidentally spills all the beans it's like a really dumb character I mean like like it'd be really fun to play that character because the character is like just a weirdo and dumb and 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 Paul Walter Hauser played that part and got some uh, uh, recognition for that and he also just recently he was the lead he was Richard in Richard Jewell mm, which was filmed yeah. down here and that was the story of the Atlanta bombing and he killed it in that he was amazing but he's this really funny character in Cobra Kai which I just love that um, he kind of takes different parts now Cobra Kai I Tanya and Richard Jewell were all filmed down here, which makes me think he lives down here and he's getting some really good work because he lives in Atlanta. I want, I will, maybe we'll track him down and see if he'll come on our show because I love him, but he was hilarious.
1: We're not stalking him.
0: I'm not, well, no, I mean, like, I would just want to, like, have a drink with him and give him a hug because he seems like a big teddy bear and he's so funny. Um, (laughs) But anyway, so he's coming back. By the way, the also, like, another Easter egg, of course, is Daniel's mom. Comes back uh, if you guys remember Lucille, mm-hmm. um, and she's played by the same actress, but now she's gray-haired, which is kind of sad, but kind of sweet. Um, and your typical mother-in-law doesn't get along with Daniel's wife. By the way, I do want to point out Daniel is not married to Allie because remember he broke up with Allie oh, in Karate no. Kid Two. Yeah, um, and he's and he's not married to um, oh my gosh, why am I going blank on the girl that he met in Japan? But he's not married to her either. He's married to a woman the character named Amanda and he's happily married. So it's just, it's kind of like the idea that, you know what you have, you know, you have first loves and second loves when you're younger, but then you find, you know, your true love. So he's truly married to Amanda and she's lovely. Um and also baby.
1: they need to bring the other one back and make it spicy.
0: That's what I Oh, I don't know about that. Uh maybe. Uh, but also the the big the big bad villain in season 2 because I think season 1 was really about the the uh, dichotomy between Johnny and Daniel. Mm-hmm. season 2 they had to bring a big bad back for them to fight against and it's John Creese. Mm-hmm. He is the original um uh sensei of cobra kai and he's been around this whole time apparently and he comes back to uh you know take over and and cause some dastardly stuff to happen in season two and they also bring back johnny's buddies the og cobras and there's a great storyline that goes on with that that i don't want to talk about because that is really giving away some cool funny stuff um Mm -hmm. but that is one of my favorite episodes ever is when the OG Cobra Kai's come back so yay for that but there's also obviously you know some that that aren't there right
1: right Right. um Pat Morita who played uh you know Mr. Miyagi he passed away so that was written in as you know as Mr. Miyagi passing away but um, yeah visits his grave, which I you know seeing Daniel go visit his grave it's it's interesting when he goes and visits his grave it's like he still talks to Mr Miyagi as if you know he was yep. looking just to kind of like clear his head and you know seeking guidance and things like that and i I really like that that's one of my favorite. so
0: sweet, yeah adorable it,
1: yep. And what I didn't know, thanks to clarification through you, I didn't know that um Russo or Daniel Song, whatever. To me he's Daniel yeah. Song. Um, he yeah, owns he owns Mr. Um, he owns his home and the Miyagi Dojo is actually in his home, which I yeah. thought that was pretty cool.
0: That's a, like that's another, like I think it's a great like easter egg that they of course had to have the house come back because Mm -hmm. it was the famous house where he painted the fence painted the walls sanded the floors so you Mm got to see that that house is existing now in reality that house was in california and it is gone it got knocked down and so now um they rebuilt that and if you if you watch the show it is the spitting image of that backyard but they rebuilt it on a soundstage here in atlanta Mm
1: -hmm. so that's a
0: whole set and they, I mean, props to them, huh, literally props to them for, uh, I'm so funny, uh, for, <laughs> props to them for really remaking that, that iconic um, space and they use it so beautifully. Um, but enough about the background of the show. Let's talk about the background of the show because Shalane was there working background on the show. So let's talk about your, I'm super jealous, but your day. On the set of credit or Karate Kid Cobra Kai, so tell us all about it. So, you know,
1: it, it was interesting. You know, you see how how I typically get these jobs. I, I'll go on Facebook and um, the, all the agencies in, in town. They have their breakdown, what they're looking for, and things like that. And you and you know, you you reply via um, email usually. And then mm-hmm. you know, when when I got in, I was like, oh my god. So when I told Jenny, you know, she was like. I'm so jealous. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it was like this whole, like this whole list of, you know, all right, you got to do this. You got to look for here. Tell me this and tell me. It was just so I loved it. That was like to me watching you, you know, live vicariously through me. I thought that was awesome. Right. So anyway, Mm -hmm. so I go and I check in and this was not the the studios where this show was typically filmed. This looked like, for lack of a better term, the only way I can describe it, it looked like, an entertainment complex to me. Like it was such a big, it's like a compound. It was such a big building. And they filmed multiple parts in this building. So as the entrance of the building was actually Lu Russo's car dealership with the little bonsai trees and the little um, car car dealer of the year statues and everything. Um, and then there was another section of the compound where the, the, the karate matches, because we had a bunch of, I don't know if I told you, this, but they had like a, a bunch of real karate kids there in their little, <laughs> um I, help geese? me out. Yeah, the, the geese? Yeah. The geese, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they had white ones, they had blue ones, they had, you know, so they, you know, and they filmed at a different time, which was disappointing because I didn't really wanted to watch, you know. Yeah, no and kidding. They, yeah. And then there was another section that had an auditorium. And that was, you know, that was my only scene. But we were there, I want to say maybe eight hours. I mean, you know, the interesting thing was we, my call time was in the morning. So it was like maybe like seven, eight, but I didn't actually shoot until after lunch. Lunch was great. I know I remember having steak. That that was like my favorite part. But other than that, though, so, we didn't actually shoot until after lunch because they had to film, you know, the, all the karate. Okay, so
0: th- let me ask you a question because yeah. this is where I always say this is where... So you get you get there at 7 or 8 in the morning. Right. And then do you go into, like, do you get into hair and makeup and costume first or do you sit around and wait? Oh, no. like what, the first thing, hair and makeup. Okay, I assume. Okay, so wait. you go into hair and makeup. So you get yeah. into hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. And then where do you go until lunch where are you
1: right so there's a green room so in this particular case it looked like if you can picture i guess maybe like a convention center that's really what Mm i guess i describe it so kind of like what would probably have would have been a conference room that was our green room so there was like maybe 200 of us we so we sat there and there's like multiple like round tables that would probably you know hold about maybe eight eight people per table you know Okay. So we're just, you know, we're just sitting. But the nice thing about this is, is that you meet a lot of people that work in similar, you know, shows. So I always end up meeting, you know, running into someone that I've worked for, you know, worked with on Walking Dead or Greenleaf or whatever. So, you know, but it was pretty cool. So I always, that but that's my favorite part when I get there is hair makeup and wardrobe. You know, now sometimes you go to wardrobe, be like, you want me to wear what? You know, but this one, they actually did pretty well because I was a school board member. So they did a really good job of that. My, my role actually changed. I was only supposed to be a parent and they made me into a school member. So yay for that. So that was cool.
0: I love that. Yeah. That they, they, cool. they liked your look and said, all right, bring you up.
1: I mean, and and that's cool. the one thing I try, you know, I try to bring multiple outfits even though they didn't use any of them, but at least I try to bring multiple outfits. My, my hair, you know, I wore a wig that day because I, because I was a parent, I didn't want to, you know, where have my hair styled any, you know, kind of crazy way, so I wore a nice wig, and my makeup was natural, so, you know, I didn't look like an Instagram model that day, you know, um, right. but the funniest part of my being there was, I, you know, just waiting, you have a lot of downtime, so you can only be in that green room for so long, but there is a lot of people there, and there's food, like little snack stuff, and if, you know like if you're not careful you just go back and eat for nothing and I'm like no so I just would walk around and just check out the different parts of where they're filming like you know what the cameraman mm-hmm. doing there. anyway so there was this counter because like I said the first part when you walk in it's a car dealership so they have all the bonsai trees and everything else well what they also had was a bunch of water bottle La Russa water bottles there and like business cards and stuff like that well I was just you know just kind of hanging out sitting there and I had my phone with me so the thing is is that as long as you don't take pictures of the principal or anything else that's fine you can still have your phone with you if you want to like go somewhere and charge and stuff like that so I had propped my elbow up on the counter and like a bowling pin it was like all the water bottles because they, they weren't filled it was just empty plastic cheapo water bottles so wow. they're like so and I thought for sure props was going to come after me but you know they were understanding it was it was really cool you know um crew that was there but it was so embarrassing so I just quickly (laughs) quickly made the excuse of uh can you direct me to the bathroom please?" but yeah it was it was really cool and my my particular scene uh, as I stated before I was in the auditorium so I'm up on the stage I'm with the board members and I'm looking down into the the, um, the crowd and um, Mr. LaRusso Danny was like maybe like in the third row right there in the center and he's you know very professional always ask questions and when he's not actually on you know on set he's you know he's talking to the crew he's talking to everybody he didn't really talk to us but he did talk to the crew very reserved and was always going over his lines with the script director just you know making sure that he was in the right you know right frame you know and making sure he said things correctly but yeah really cool guy. I had a good time working, you know, and I made some good friends. So
0: that's awesome.
1: Yeah. Very
0: cool. So not to be outdone. I had to get myself on the show somehow. <laughs> and again, I, and I'm not, I didn't, I didn't do the background, but uh, I have a fun story that's related to me being a tour guide. And what it is, is I finally got to, I got to go on the set of Cobra Kai as well last year. So let me mm-hmm. tell you, long story short, um, my costume designer for Survive the Ride is also pursuing her career, which is really to be a designer for television and movie, right? So she mm-hmm. has served as a PA on multiple things. PA is a production assistant. That's kind of like the bottom of the rung person that is working their way up. So they get sent to do lots of, busy work and stuff you know it's you know it's your gopher that's your job but Mm -hmm. she um served as a PA on Infinity War Marvel's Infinity War with um uh for the props she was a props PA even though she's a costumer you got to start somewhere and she got in with the props and the person that was her supervisor her name was Lisa and Lisa was the supervisor for props um Pa's on Infinity War, and then even moved up further for Endgame, and became the prop admin. And she brought Alyssa, my my customer center back for that. So they became friends, and that's how you work your way up in this world: is mm-hmm. you make friends, you do a good job. Alyssa's amazing, mm-hmm. um, and so you work your way up. So. She was friends with Lisa. Now, while she was working for Lisa, she had mentioned that she was doing these costumes for The the Walking Dead tour and found out that Lisa loves The Walking Dead. She's like, you should take a tour. Come with us. Take a tour. So Lisa came down with her sister, who was visiting, and came and gave it. And obviously, picked me specifically. Alyssa wanted me to give her boss, Lisa, a tour. So... I did last June, and I met her, and she was about the same age as me, and we hit it off. Super funny. We I had a great tour with her; it was a big group. But afterwards, we chit chatted because I wanted to get to know her. And I said, "Well, that's great that you did this and this this." And I said, "What are you doing next?" And I had no idea what she was about to say. But her next thing, and this was in June, that she said that she goes, "I go back to work at the beginning of August. I am going to be the um, what was her? She's the art direct, art and set deck coordinator mm-hmm. for this show. You probably don't don't know it, but it's it's a it's a little you know." cable thing it's called Cobra Kai and I went and started screaming I said oh my god Cobra Kai what are you talking about and this is for season three and she had no idea what she was getting herself into when she said those two words because I was like oh my god I need to go can you get me on the set I want to see it blah blah I acted a little stupid yes I admit I fanned out fangirled out lost my shit and was like you got to get me on and she's like oh my god you're so funny she's like I'll see what I can do she goes let me get your phone number and I'll find out what I can do You know, she's like, I usually work in the office, but I can get you on on location. And that's when she told me that that what she was working on at the time was building Miyagi's backyard. She was Mm. putting that together. And I'm like, Uh oh, my God. Okay, so I also need to tell you that I'm not the type of person that's going to keep bugging somebody for something like that. That was such a sweet gesture for her to take my number. I left it at that. I thought, you know what? I'm not even going to I didn't even tell Ish about it because I thought, well, I'll surprise him with that if she calls us. But I kind of, I didn't exactly forget about it because I knew it was filming because you were there. So we knew it was filming all summer. I'm like, boy, she isn't calling me. And I'm like, God, I don't want to be the asshole to be like, hey, it's me. Remember, you said you were going to get me on the set. So I didn't say it. I just didn't do it. I thought, you know what? If I'm lucky, it'll come. If not, it's fine. Flash forward to November, the day before they wrapped. The day, so the last two days of filming, and she texts me out of the blue and says, I am so sorry. I've been so busy. I kind of forgot. And now I remembered. I want to get you on. We're going to be filming down by you at a site that I can't, that's undisclosed. I cannot tell you where I was because I'll get in trouble. Um, But would you like to come to that location? And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. So I called my husband up and said, tomorrow you're taking the day off at three o'clock. You have to leave. You're going somewhere. And he goes, well, where are we going? I'm like, I can't tell you, but you for (laughs) damn sure are going to want to, just trust me, take the damn day off. And so as we drove to the undisclosed location, I told him what we were doing and he almost cried. I swear to God, he was so excited because again, the both of us, like we love the show so much. So we got to, we got there. And the other thing that I knew for a fact that she told me was that Johnny was going to be there. So Billy Zabka was in the show in that episode. And I can't say anything else because there was other multiple other characters. I can't talk about it. But I knew that Johnny was going to be there. So I was so excited I I could pee myself. And so, you know, we get out, we park, we're waiting outside, and it was a little chilly because it was November. A little mm-hmm. chilly. So we were waiting for the crew bus to pick us or crew van to pick us up and drive us back to the to the actual location and this truck was in the way so we're standing there and i was talking to lisa and i said do you think that we're gonna get to see johnny and she goes i don't know i don't know what his call is blah 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 and literally as she's telling me this this truck moves out of the way and reveals like a movie william zabka in full hot ass black costume so cute leaning like a marble man against a black suv smoking a cigarette in all his glory, like 10 feet away from me. And I just went, oh, and that's all I did. I just didn't even know what to do. Cause you know me and how I am with like people that I have crushes on. I'm not real good. Like I would never have gone up to him because I would have felt like I wouldn't know what to say. You've seen me with John Bernthal. I can't do it. Yeah. Like you you, Very sad. Yeah, you, you basically, you know, like had your finger in my back pushing me toward John Burnthal. So anyway, I just looked at him and just went, ah, oh, and I just stared. And I, I couldn't even, I don't even remember what Lisa and Ish were saying because, and all of a sudden she stepped, she goes, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, and I just pointed and she's like, oh, there he is. I'm like, hmm and so very excited. Got to see him there. Finally, we get on the van, drive up. We got to go all over the set. The set was another recreation that Lisa was in charge of. And it's a recreation of a something from Karate Kid that literally brought tears to our eyes again, because, you know, our 16 year old selves were standing on a location, you know, now. It was very, very cool. Um, and we got to watch Johnny and some people do a scene. Um, so we got to watch that. And, uh, and in between scenes, I watched him sit, like you said, like almost like Ralph, like he sits and he chats with the crew and he was, t- he was talking to his scene partners. And I watched him get up on his own and walk like across the set all the way to the other side and go to the coffee cart on his own and get his own coffee and bring it back. Like he Mm -hmm. could have had a PA run and go do that. And he didn't. So I thought that was really neat. Um, so I saw him like multiple times nearby. I never said hi to him, but I got to see him. And, um, yeah, so that was it. It was a really exciting time. She did give us a gift that no. I can't say what it is because, and she goes, you're not going to understand what this is until you watch season three and then you'll understand. So apparently it's it's a spoiler for season three that we don't even know what it means, but she gave us each a little gift that they had all gotten on set. So we got like a gift that the crew got. So it's, it's hiding in... Um, room of nerd collection with our Karate Kid stuff, and I can't wait to take a picture of it and share it with everybody. Nerd, it's, wants a to show
1: it's a shrine. Yeah, it's, it, all, you know? <laughs> it's a shrine. It's all, you know, it's a shrine. It's all things missing is, ah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and is. lights, lights, glow. you That's need to have right. lights on it, you
0: know? Well, you know what? I, sh- I should point out that I'm wearing my Strike First Strike Hard No Mercy t-shirt right now, Oh. um cobra kai shirt in mm-hmm. the honor of today so anyway so that was my experience so we both had really super fun experience on cobra guy uh, we are not getting paid to talk about the show but we just love it and we would love for y'all to watch it too and mm-hmm. let us know what you think of it if you do watch it you know
1: so guys um uh be sure to write a review or like or follow us on oh girl podcast and let me let me make sure i get it right because last week I think um, my angry balls got to me and I forgot that. Yes, I so um, it is O-H-G-U-R-L-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And that is on Instagram and on Facebook and on Twitter. We are podcast girl. Our little show is now on several different platforms besides anchor. We are on Spotify. We are on Google podcasts and there's some others that i mean some, some ones that are just coming out i've never heard of before but i'm just grateful that we're on multiple po- we're like on seven different platforms so That's awesome. mm-hmm.
0: i want to thank shalane for being such an amazing technical person because i am not we would not be doing this if it wasn't for her because i don't know how to do any of this i just know how to talk Aww. so so shalane you, you know what wait did my there we go cheers
1: cheers (laughs) yes
0: cheers um so yeah so thanks everybody for listening i know we probably need to get going i know this one ran long but we had lots to yap about so it you know whatever i hope you enjoyed it um next time we get together next week we are going to Um, open up two of our topics that we said we would talk about things we love things we hate and these things we love and hate are going to reveal a lot more about who we are Mm -hmm. uh, things we have in common and one of the biggest most glaring subjects that we are polar opposites on so you'll finally find out something Mm -hmm. that we do not agree on Um, but I'm also excited because we are going to talk about Ozark next yes. week. So get yes. I, I know I finally watched episode. it. <laughs> I've been
1: waiting for this episode when you I told me. To you, I was like yes. It's going to be awesome.
0: (laughs) I'm super excited. So binge that shit before next week because we got to talk about it and we don't want to spoil it for you, but we, but we are going to talk spoilers next week. But Mm -hmm. the other thing that's super exciting is we have a guest next week. He have a background, a guy that was background Mm -hmm. on the show. My really good friend. Yes, yes. Yes, yes.
1: Yes. John G is going to be here and he's going to definitely spill some tea on Ozark and a few other shows that he's on. What other shows has he been on again?
0: Well, you well you know well you guys were both together not together but you both have been on the resident together uh-huh. you have both been on Dynasty he was mm-hmm. on Richard Jewell yeah. he's been in a bunch so we've got a lot of fun stories to talk about next week with our guest John G can't wait for that but until then it is time to go and drink some more so thanks for hanging out with us you guys come back next week five o'clock on the spot happy hour with the girls um, until we talk to you next week cheers. cheers.